Good evening on St. Patrick's Day, mm. 2023. St. Patrick's Day, my yeah. favorite. It's not true. Not really. Neither one of us no. are Irish. No. Do you think it's so much about being Irish or just cocktailing a lot? I was driving through downtown Boston Spa this morning and people were already crawling the streets with alcohol in their hands. I bet you the White at House. 10. At the White House. What's the White House? Are you kidding me? I've never been to the White House You've in Boston Spa. You've been through Spa. Boston Spa a few times. You've never been to the White House. I have not. You haven't lived. It's like saying, it's like saying you've been to Saratoga Springs and you haven't been to Clancy's. I've never been to Clancy's. My God. I know. You? I'm missing out. I don't have any real friends in this town to bring me to those places. Mm, but I sure have been to Morrissey's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is more like <laughs> Sorry. Um, topic of the day. Oh. Is it porn, perhaps? Um, us Georgetown Law graduates call it pornography. Mm. <laughs> I'm teasing. I don't know what pornography is, but I know it when I see it. Wasn't that one of the, the Supreme Court Justices? Supreme said? Court Justice Clarence Thomas. He said that? Yes, it is. He did. Which is kind of ironic with how his history played out. Okay, so here's a deal. Maybe one day... Alanis Morissette would say it was ironic. Isn't it ironic? Mm -hmm. One day, I might actually run for some kind of office. Sure. So I thought about what I would say during this podcast, because anything can can and will be used against me for public office, right? right? So when they have their hearing to see if you are fit to be a lifelong member of the Supreme Court, of course, it's a lifetime appointment. We know that. Yes. Especially us Hoya Saxes. Yeah. Do you think that they might hold against you that you prefer fur? <laughs> I don't prefer I know, fur. I'm That's a deal. That, <laughs> That's a good one. But I will say that mm. even the Supreme Court and a Supreme Court justice who was sitting there has admittedly yeah. watched, used, and made decisions at that, that level regarding pornography. Sure. We always try to share this podcast not for salacious content rather less salacious we should have less salacious for this we should call in on that one. we should we try we'll try yeah. and we really try to intellectualize it mm -hmm. uh have an academic perspective but also have a good have giggle sure right because it's there like masturbation yeah. everybody does it the de-stigmatize some would say some of the more engaging and uh intriguing topics of romance and relationships and, yes uh, yeah to cover those is important we can't always just knock out the love languages and do a real straight laced straight as an arrow type of take on communication and love and romance yeah we gotta do the fun bits too right and my barometer is always would i would it be bother me if my children heard this and the answer is i'm getting to a point where it wouldn't and it's actually somewhat educational correct so from that point perspective sure uh pornography why do you feel it's important to discuss this because i think it's kind of a first cousin to masturbation. I think a lot of folks, when they're enjoying alone time, I'm doing better with saying that word. Mm, Self-love. Yeah, yeah. Alone time. Alone time is yeah. my favorite. Um, a lot of folks use this, both men and women, as a uh, expediter of that process. Mm -hmm. I like to say expedite because when I go on air travel, 
They say, to folks, to help expedite the boarding process, please, you know, put your stuff in the overhead and then sit your ass down. I really enjoy that. So expedite's always been a fun word for me. Mm-hmm. But it helps to kind of expedite the process. I hear a lot of women say, no, I just, you know, I just think about, you know, really. And then a lot of people are just like, nope, I watch porn, you know. So I think the jury's out on, on the ladies just a little bit. But on the men, I think a sizable portion of us tend to use this as an expeditious type of instrument. Um, and it's used a lot, and it's far more accessible than it's ever been. I mean, it used to just kind of be, you know, in the history, of the, mo- the modern history of porn was more, you know, you grew up when you started to be interested in, you know, whichever, you know, gender you were attracted to. And you would hope for the best, like under your parents' bed, like maybe there was a playboy or a hustler or something. Yeah. Or you maybe hit the jackpot and there was a high society. Oh, yeah. That was a magazine? Oh, yeah. High society. That I never saw. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. hmm. Playboy just concentrated way too much on the literature. <laughs> too many articles. You did read it for the articles. <laughs> yeah, that's what I you, always like the funnies. That's funniest. what your dad would always say. That's what your parents would always say. You're like, I just read it for the articles. I thought the fi- the funnies, the cartoons, was real yeah. funny. Yeah, and they were a little political from time to time. Some yeah. Some were political. They would make fun of, um, you know, both sides of the political spectrum, which I always appreciate the balance mm-hmm. there. But, um, so, they, like, the modern history of, the modern history of porn was, like, it was not very accessible, you know. I remember we talked about this on the masturbation episode where we talked about how we had a satellite dish and Johnny and I would try to, you know, tweak the controls to try to, you know, get the dirty channels and we could never figure it out. So the return on investment wasn't there. So about two weeks after we got the satellite dish, we're like, we can't figure this shit out. Back to, you know, trying to find a magazine under Teddy's bed. So, you know, it wasn't very accessible. And, you know, I just think that it's super accessible today with all the different porn sites that you can get. And, you know, a lot of it's free and easily accessible. And we'll go over some of your favorites and some of the ones that are Mm -hmm. out there. But very quickly, um, touching on... you had some history that you were were talking about. So why don't you fire that away? Because that's going to be all new to me. I've not... I've researched more like, you know, where... Yeah, they literally just the other day the uh, Pornhub special came on Netflix, and that was kind of intriguing, and um, and it touched on you know where it started and what it, where it came from, and they, you know they talked about what I just talked about, what what porn used to be, um, pornography used to be for you know kids back in the seventies or eighties or even the early nineties, and then how it just kind of exploded on the internet where it was far more accessible. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And uh, not as expensive or free for the most part. So Well, this actually touches on the history where um, pornography, birthplace of modern pornography, actually started in 1524 in Rome. During Rome. Is it the... Rome, New York? <laughs> no. Rome, Italy. Rome, Italy. Very Rome, good. Italy. During the culture of the Italian Renaissance, where paintings mm. were the source of pornography because the definition of pornography also now includes a visual interpretation that will excite someone. Sure. That's really why porn is effective, right? So a lot of those paintings from the back of the day, and, and it's not like you lived in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have a birthday rapidly approaching, mm. but you know you weren't alive in the Renaissance. Renaissance? Mm. I was not. And... But those paintings were more to kind of the kind of brag pieces for the artists or the sculptors 
and their ability to capture the human form. Is it really looked at as kind of porn? I mean, were did yeah. people have you know attractive likenesses done of attractive humans, and like they, they kind of thought of I, it as porn? I, people I, have a go at themselves. Well, I think the point. This? Yeah, I think the point is to have a painting on your wall. Even back then, you had to be rich. Sure. Right? Sure. So you had to commission it. You had to have a painter have uh, this piece of art on your wall, and that was their version of pornography. Yeah. There's no photography at this point. No. Certainly, certainly no high society magazine. Exactly. Huh. And then the print, the, it became a printing thing where there was a book um, in the 18th century called Memoirs of a Woman of Pleasure. So that introduced pornography to a larger sector of people who could afford books. And again, back then, books were invaluable. Is this book still available? I get this it, at Northshire? I bet Northshire might just order, order it, it for you. Order it for and if I bet if I called over there and I said, I would like to order memoirs of a woman of pleasure, I would say, oh, is that for Josh Cup? Oh, uh, <laughs> he already has two on order. <laughs> Come on, Josh. So... Erotic novels did mm. not make their way into the U.S. Yeah. until 1780. Yeah. Fast forward, it's cheaper to access pornography through written work as printing presses become... Erotica, they call it. Erotica. Erotica. Sure. So the, the, I didn't even think of that. See, look at you. Yeah. Look at you prepping. Well, you know, I'm kind of a nerd. So fast forward, mm. um, then you go into print, and then newspapers and printing presses become more accessible to more people yeah. of the non-wealthy class. So yeah. pornography suddenly wasn't just for the wealthy anymore mm. who could afford books and paintings. paintings. Yeah. It became accessible to less wealthy people as it was easier to print on newspapers and so forth. Sure. And then fast forward into VHS. Again, I learned about sex through VHS in 1978, 79. So, yes, we did have means while living in the Philippines, so my mother could afford. Means in the Philippines. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> to have a VHS machine was yeah. a big deal in the 1970s. I'm sure you guys had one, too. Of course, yeah. So, what again, about it was... the 70s? Mid oh, I had them in the mid-70s. Beta? Beta and then VHS. Mm. Yeah. High rollers. So again, it was for the people who could afford it, so it wasn't generally mm -hmm. distributed to the masses. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it becomes more accessible. China starts making VHS, you know, yeah. cheaper and so yeah. forth. Um, fast forward in the 1970s, the movie Deep Throat comes out. Oh. Now everybody has VHS. Now movie theaters will show these things. Was that, a, was that a movie? Deep Throat in the 1970s. 1972, yes. It was a watershed film. And that's where things kind of went, went mainstream. Hmm. Yeah, I have it right here. Okay. Um, and then somewhere in between there, they actually tried to outlaw pornography. And in 1982, they just started to say, you know, let people decide what they want to watch. Mm -hmm. Fast forward... 2008, mm -hmm. the internet, mm -hmm. um, DVDs are cheap, CDs are cheap, <clears throat> VHS is cheap. Um, there was a study of um, college students. 50%, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, 67% of men and 49% of women agree that viewing porn was acceptable. 
So now so we're going. What percentages? Say it again. And what year was this? 2008. Uh, 2008. Yeah. 67% of men and 49% of women agreed that viewing porn is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And 87% of men and 31% of women reported using pornography. Mm. So that's, I think, when we started to go mainstream. Yeah. And was that around the time you felt that it was easier to access pornography? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was long after <clears throat> the internet really became a thing. Because I remember the internet, I, I think of the internet really breaking through when bands, and this tells you, how much I gauge everything by music, when bands started making their own website. And I remember the Chili Peppers had their own website in like 95. So you had websites for very special interest things. And like the Chili Peppers were a huge band at that point. But at the same time, to have the wherewithal to have your own website, to have someone design that and and to upload stuff and material and your tour dates and maybe the odd video or something. That for me is when it all started to happen. Then I, I think there was probably a real, and I, and I just watched this because I watched the first 45 minutes of um, the, the Pornhub um, doc on Netflix. And they did really cover this well, but I watched the first 45 minutes probably three or four days ago. And I, it's a memory of a, yeah, of a gnat. So I don't remember exactly how it went, but there was a big battle in the beginning of like, how are we getting content on here? How are, you know, sex workers going to get paid? How are people that perform pornography, how are they going to get paid? Are studios just going to make money? Are people going to upload stuff themselves and get paid? Um, you know, how is this going to work? So there was a real, just like with a lot of things on the internet, you know, they didn't really know how it was going to work. And um, so then MindGeek, which is a parent company for Pornhub, uh, bought them whenever it was, probably around that time. Mm. And, um, you know, their big thing was, you know, studios stopped being the kings of, you know, the whole situation. And then individual performers began to be kind of more in more control of their own content and get paid directly. They didn't need a studio anymore. And they would just, you know, upload stuff themselves. And then... Like homemade movies. Correct. And they could just upload to it. And then the problem with that was, is some of the content that was getting uploaded wasn't from verified users. So this is the thing that we're... I mean, it's like right around the 50-minute mark of, you know, the documentary. Yeah. And that's a problem when you're not verified because... Because you could... um, There was a great example on there of this poor girl who was like in eighth grade and it was like her first crush um and this guy was like in ninth grade so she was trying to impress him which is i mean that's not an uncommon thing and he's like oh send me a sexy photo and then he sent that and then it's like send 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 me a sexy video Mm. so anyways so he uploads it to Pornhub, (gasps) (laughs) and there's a million people that watched it and the problem was is so so this girl poor girl is just so upset. Eighth grade? Yeah. Mm. So she contacts them and says, you know, you got to take this down. Mm-hmm. So they take it down. But some other, you know, dick in ninth grade took a video with his phone of it. And then he would post it when they took it down. And then it was uploaded again. <laughs> so and then it was just more grainy than the first one. And it was just a disaster. Yeah. Right? So so there was, there was a time, it was like four or five years ago. And I remember this because Pornhub's a pretty legit player. And I do happen to dabble in the pornography remember that they had like there was a time where about 70% of their content was just taken off and you were led to believe because there was this big push you know to get all this stuff taken down 
And then all these very conservative groups were like, oh, yeah, 70% of Pornhub's, con- Pornhub's content was, Gone. you know, uh, sex trafficking and people that, you know, and it wasn't the case. Oh, like okay. Half of 1% of that 70% was probably stuff that shouldn't have been on there. But the problem was it came from unverified users. So from that point on, mm-hmm. Pornhub, which is probably the largest distributor of porn, um, they had to have verified users. Like you had to have an ID, you had to have your own content. So you were the only person that could upload the content mm. to someone who was a verified user. Like they're over 18 and you know, they were verified and had all their information. So you could no longer just upload stuff like on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of the gist of that. So that, that's kind of, the, kind of a little bit of a legal standpoint of how, how porn's going and kind of how, you know, how, how it is at the moment versus maybe how it was five years ago versus how it was in 2008 or, you know, 1995 when yeah. the internet really started to become a thing. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting how it's evolved. But uh, Pornhub did something very interesting at the end of every year. They, um, they revealed like a bunch of stats about how long people are on their sites. There's some ah. interesting stats here. Okay. And um, what the most searched categories are porn categories by state mm-hmm. and then which um, which porn categories that different um, you know men, men like to download versus what women like to download do you have some of this information and I had to say I was a little spot-on with a lot of the stuff really the state stuff we're gonna have a lot of fun with okay but let's do the gender thing straight off the bat okay so what the gender thing is what was the site that or topic or category was most downloaded or searched for by men. Yeah, and this is an interesting one. So this is the 2019 one, so I would imagine it's not changed all that much. Mm, And what I found from this research is that people like to look at... Wait, people or men? Well, I'm going generic first. I'm going people, right? And they like to look at things that aren't necessarily like themselves so not a not a huge Japanese American population especially in this neck of the woods and the most popular for men was Japanese really mm-hmm. is this across um, uh, uh, ethnicity it's, yeah it just says men it doesn't say Wow Japanese and third for women Japanese Japanese men or women. I don't understand what you're asking me. Are you trying to ask information that's not available? Wait, so for men, the number one category was Japanese. Okay. And for women, the number three category was Japanese. Not looking at Japanese men or Japanese, just says Japanese. Okay. So okay. Don't, don't say you know, don't say like Japanese foot fetishes. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. <laughs> So I just think that's super interesting because, you know, of all, um, you know, different minorities in our country, I don't think Japanese is probably in the top 10, right? Right. Unless you wanted to lump all in all Asian, but that's not fair. I mean, that's, that's a very specific, culturally different um, ethnicity than any other Asian culture. So hmm. we wouldn't want to do that. So, but I think it's very intriguing. I have never searched Japanese. So I am dragging the Japanese category right down. Yeah. I've never searched Japanese either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next Something factoid. very, very popular with both. And I love this. This makes me very happy. Excited, maybe? 
Um, no, just happy. <laughs> Kidding. Excited because this is something that I probably search from time to time. Okay. Amateur. Because I'm sick of. Okay, here's what I'm sick of. Okay, define amateur first. Uh, how do you need? How do you need a definition? Meaning, of like somebody it's took not some somebody took their iPhone bullshit. and yes. you know did it on their home. Yeah, and they thought it was hot. Right. Okay. Lighting's other, bad. Fuzzy, maybe. We're performing some sort okay. of act on them, and they thought that was hot. Okay. And guess what? Amateur is hot because it's a real reaction to whatever act is being performed. And that is something that I think is super sexy. So I, 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 hmm. I couldn't possibly agree with that anymore. But it's, you know, it's a, it's a poll. And, you know, it's what people look at. It doesn't hmm. make it right. But I think it's, I think that's fantastic. You like know? not, you, didn't, you feel like it's not staged. It's what Correct. happens in real life. Because you know what life. I can't stand is the fake noises that women make. Like the, you know... Oh, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to get into, but I think you know what you I'm want talking to, You about. want me to go Harry Met Sally on you all right now? Yeah, I just, like, I know. And that's the whole thing about that scene. It's really cute. and It's, it's like a top five scene in movie history. Oh, when, absolutely. When she fakes the orgasm in the deli. Oh, that's what she's having. You know, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, but, I mean, I clearly know that that's not, I know that's faking it. And Billy Crystal acts as if, like, oh, my God, that was... Amazing. So good, you right? Know, maybe someone has been faking orgasms with me. You know? Right, right, right. But um, I just think that that's cool because I think that's really cool to really watch someone react to receiving pleasure is really hot. So hmm. I'm all about that. Good job there, everyone. And for men, amateur was number two, and amateur was number six for women. Good job, kids. Number six is pretty low. Then I'd love to know what women search for the most. Do we have that? Lesbian. <gasps> I could have guessed that. Okay, so the numbers say that somewhere between 6 and 18% of people are homosexual. Mm, okay. And that's a huge wide gap there, right? So let's say it's somewhere in the middle. Let's say it's 10, which I still think is probably high. I, I, yeah, well, I yeah, love yeah. different orientations. Yeah. I'm just suggesting that I really doubt that more than one in ten people would categorize as not like bi or heteroflexible, but like are strictly gay. I wouldn't say it's any more than ten percent, but that's just conjecture, right? So, if only ten percent of people that are watching porn, and now listen, this is kind of interesting, right? Okay. Only ten percent of women that watch porn are probably lesbian. If it's the number one search category, I think it's interesting that a lot of women are enjoying watching lesbian porn. You want to know why from a woman's, one woman's perspective? Well, I mean, again, it is one woman, but I am interested to know your perspective, Joe. It's a fantasy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that to me, that means that 78% of women are probably heteroflexible, if not gay, if not bi. Heteroflexible meaning like, yeah, I'd have a makeout session. All right, I'd, you know, I'd hit second base with a lovely lady. Yeah, if not, if not that they haven't done it, they probably thought it. Thought I would it. agree and I with always, that. And this is an interesting. I'd agree with that. I think this that. is the podcast where you'd bring it up. And I've had this conversation a lot with with women that I've dated, or just other women, or other men. Uh huh. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's a very big distance. This is important. I don't think there's a very big distance between fantasy. And what I really want to do in real life. 
I don't think there's a, a long bridge between those. Okay, yes. I don't think it's like the Golden Gate Bridge where it's like a mile long. I think it's like <laughs> a small little, you know, bridge over a little stream. So are you saying if given the right opportunity... I mean, there's going to be a metaphor with the stream and a physiological reaction for... Oh, moment. lordy. Sorry. I had yeah, to. that's okay. Um, so would you say... I'm a wannabe writer. I think do it. <laughs> so would you say that um, if given the opportunity, 60 to 70% of heterosexual women, given the right opportunity, maybe a little bit of alcohol or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or no one would, none of the people that you they fear would judge them would find out. Right. Would w- give that a shot. Would give it a shot. I do believe that. And I think they should. I mean, like, I think exploring one's sexuality orientation is a fantastic it's a gift of life because you're gonna get to a certain age and you're just not gonna want to do it anymore so why would you at least give it a shot if you fantasize about it or if you watch it you can't tell me that if there were no consequence to it which there isn't but i'm also someone who tells it like it is and yeah. has no problem trying whatever right so i'm more and i don't know why that i am but i don't know why i'm the exception to the rule i think more people should not care what people think and should not have some huge stigma attached to trying something different or out of the norm, you know? So yeah, I I am saying that. I think that 60, 70% of women probably fantasize, therefore probably would like to act upon, you know, at least kissing a woman or having some sort of encounter. I actually a hundred percent agree with you Mm -hmm. as conservative as my upbringing was. Um, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So it would make sense that yeah. what you're saying is the number one search that women do on porn mm-hmm. sites is lesbians. It's a measurable portion. Interesting. Of, yeah. That's a huge portion. Okay. So, and, and not surprising because you hear about this all the time. Women have a big um, uh, multiple person fantasy. Uh, so threesome would came in fourth. Okay. Um, what was second? Second was popular with women. So like more of a female-centric um, um, porn situation. Oh, okay. Because point of view, or POV, is a huge one. And a lot of people don't know what that acronym is. It's point of view. So the camera is where a man would be. Like you know, like a P, POV BJ would be like a camera facing downwards. As if you were giving it if you, you were watching yes, it. Okay. Correct. Cor- while you were receiving it, right? Right, right, right. And there isn't much of that from the female perspective. So I think it's really cool that that's number two. Hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean female POV, but it just it means that something that the makers of porn would suggest is, is more female-centric. It's okay. not... It's not like the sex is happening to them. They're, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, not, they're not taking a passive yes. role. This is like serious feminist thought. Like we're having fun with this. Right? Yes, yes, As yes, you yes, pour yes. a nice cocktail. I don't know what that is. Is that petroleum? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Sorry. Long story. We'll tell hmm. it later. All right. But I, I think that's really cool. I mean, I'm pretty impressed with what the females list is. How about the second one for the male? Because Japanese amateur. is one. is amateur. Okay, second is an amateur. So what? My guys are doing great. I don't understand the Japanese, but okay, great. What's a third? This is odd. Odd? For men. The third most searched... For men. In porn, in porn sites for men is... Mature. Mature, like older women? No, it's not like geriatric. Huh. But mature, I would say, is 
probably 50 plus. That is bizarre to me. Is that like the MILF no. category? No, MILF is four. <laughs> MILF is four. MILF is four. I think but And MILF is... shows up at eight for women. Women are into women. Women on women. Well, not let's not go women on women, but let's just say they're fascinated with the female form, which I have been since age 13. Thank you very much. <laughs> Melissa Wild got me riled up in the bleachers at Stroud Junior High, baby. I still love that name. I wish she could listen to this podcast and hear that. Let's That's find cool. her. Yeah. We can find her. Yeah. Okay, so I think mature... Let's not try that hard, but yeah. Nice. Jesse Carpenter and Melissa Jesse Wild. Jesse Carpenter. I'm finding this man. I hope he's unattractive now. I don't... And I want him to retract his stories from the bus room. My guess is he's bald and has a beer belly. No, he's probably attractive and has a great job. I want to kill him. <laughs> Josh, you have matured quite well, so yeah, you really probably have. don't have much... Ca- much. Uh, well, I mean, physically and whatever, you're not mm. a bad-looking dude. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's so nice. I don't think Jesse Carpenter... I, I, I doubt really. very much if Jesse Carpenter outdid you on yeah. that side. I bet she's not 6'4". I... <laughs> Never mind. I think mature means old. 55 yeah, and over. I would call it a good solid 50 plus. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, there's not a whole bunch interesting in here after that. Okay. All right. All right. How about this? Tied for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is going to have a little recoil for a lot of folks. Tied for seven for both. Anal. Anal. I thought that would be higher, actually. For men or women? Yeah, I thought that would be for higher. Which one? For both? For I'm men. I'm very surprised that comes in. For men. There on for women. No, I'm not surprised for women. I'm surprised for men that it's not higher. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so what is is BDSM in that the top no, ten? No. Wow, I'm surprised as well. No. Wow. Okay. No. Okay, can we go state by state? Because this is actually kind of funny. Unless yeah, you, you know have what? other There's fun verbs. facts. There are verbs. Um, viewed more often by women compared to men. And it's like verbs, like the actual act that you do. Right. So not like amateur, which would be an adjective. Right. The word amateur can be an adjective or a noun. Amateur meaning not professional. Right. Or amateur describing porn. So it's an adjective in that right. case. So this is this is the act, an actual act. And it says more popular by women compared to men. And number one, I'm going to say this in a very um, PC way. Um, 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 Performing oral sex on a woman. Because that's not what it says. It says something a little more risque. So Starts with a C? So can you believe... Ends with an S? Correct. correct, Okay. Yep. So, can you believe that that's searched more by women than men? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Again, it goes back to the fantasy. Oh, well, well, it's also maybe they want to see it from the female perspective, but it's never done that way. It's never like a POV, a point of view would be so cool if it were a, like the camera is essentially the woman's eyes looking at a guy doing that. Like that would be super hot. And that is findable, but there are, I don't think there's much available for that. Hmm. Um, hmm. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. I'm not surprised, by the way. None of this surprises me. Yeah, yeah. Well, put it this way. A lot of the women, and I I do want to talk about this for 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds. The threesome thing and um, group is really big. You mean like an orgy? 
It, it says gangbang. I was, I was hoping to get by with just saying group. Yeah. But you had to make me say it. Well, orgy is a name. It is a word in, in dictionary. Okay. Okay. But I, I, I think that that is a favorite of the female species, and sometimes they wow. don't really want to mention that. And this is easy because it's just IP addresses attached to men's or women's stuff. Right. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, the state by state okay. is a fun one. I'm going to there. name a state, and you tell me what is the most searchable type of pornography by state. That's what we're doing, right? Yeah. So we're going. So Pornhub also does this thing where they say in each state what is the p most popular item searched per state. Okay. And that's for men and women. This is fantastic. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Let's start with Ohio. Ohio was <laughs> feet. Come I'm on, never Ohio. moving to Ohio. Come on. I and hate I'm from feet. Toledo. <laughs> I hate feet. I don't feet. find anything sexy about feet now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what happened in you? What would have Not you. I'm thinking you plural. It wouldn't be what me. What happened in your life? Not Joe, but anyone. If anyone can answer this. If anyone who listens has a foot fetish. What happened in your life where you have associated attractiveness or sexuality with feet? Right? What the hell could have happened? I don't know. I don't know. So, Maybe the other parts of the body didn't look good, so they got to go down to the feet? Okay, yeah. But, so the most interesting ones I found, I'm impressed with our neighbors to the east. Vermont. Vermont. Gangbang. <gasps> Good job, guys. Good work there. New Hampshire. New Hampshire, the lamest. Of the all. lamest. <laughs> New Hampshire, the granite state. People, let's get it going. Let's, Near Canada. Let's get some more search search engines going here. Hand job. That's it. You're better than that, New Hampshire. Okay. New Hampshire, suck more. <laughs> Hand Tex job. Texas. Texas. Not super surprising based on their population. Latina. Latina. And their neighbors to the west, New Mexico, Latina. California. Japanese, not surprising. California, Japan, that's weird. A lot of Japanese and or Asian um, population in the west okay. coast. Yep. Um, Washington <clears throat> State. Washington. This is really generic. Fetish. What? <laughs> that's okay. not generic. That's just odd. Well, I mean, it covers a lot of ground. Fetish covers a lot of different things. Okay, right? okay, okay. Last one. Um, let's see. A lot of crazy stuff happening up in the, the northern plains. I, I was going to say, northern plains. What would North you... Dakota. Cosplay. Costume play. North Dakota, where there's yeah. more cow than... So that's interesting to me. That's very weird. You think they dress as cows and do it? They're just freaking bored. I'm mm. sorry. That's weird. Uh, let's do an exciting state. What's a happening state? Florida. Um, Florida. Well, what do you think? Based on... Latina? Correct. South mm. Carolina. <laughs> Maybe a statement on IQ... Or education. What? Smoking. Which I don't know if that's smoking during sex. Smoking during... I, what does that even mean? Smoking? Smoking. What? That's incredible. 
I'm so... That is very weird. And um, also very... How about uh, New York? We're in New York. What's the most... Super random. You wouldn't get in a million years. Um, in a million blonde. years. You've got no chance. No, blonde only tipped the scales in Oregon. Oregon. Huh. Yeah. Um, New York, Indian... What? I didn't see that in a million what years. What do you mean Indian? Yeah, like Indian like bu- people. Like Bukaki Indian? Is Bukaki Indian? Do you, do you know what that word means, John? I do know what that word means. Is that Indian? <laughs> Why is that shocking? <laughs> we have our moment. It's one moment for every podcast. Do you know, do you know what that word means? <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. Not that I've ever participated. <laughs> And there goes her run at the Supreme Court. Very good. Um, no, I just think it means they enjoy watching um, Indian men porn? or women that are of that particular culture, nationality, heritage, if you will, um, having sexual activity. I don't think I've ever seen one with Indian. Also, people. New Jersey tipping the scales at Indian. That is. So you, ready? you ready? Also, Maryland smoking. Just south of the Mason-Dixon line, folks. Not impressing. I'm going to have to look up what that means. That's Um, weird. How about Delaware? The first state, transgender. Very progressive. Oh, wow. And you would expect perhaps California um, to be VR, virtual reality. What what do you think of as being one of the more, let's just call call it what it is, maybe more of a less progressive state, a less progressive state? What do they always say when you talk about maybe having a date with your cousin? What what state do they talk about? Like Utah. No, no, that would be uh, polygamy. Right. What do you mean? West Virginia is what I was looking oh, for. Oh, West Virginia. Okay. Virtual reality. Impressed with West Virginia. I'm impressed with your technology there. Little VR in West Virginia. Does that mean it's like cartoons? No, digital digital pornography, like the definition of POV, like virtual reality, like a virtual reality golf game, like you were part of the act, like women are doing these things onto you, you. and like the the tech is fantastic. You haven't done any VR. I've never done any VR pornography. Well, not not performed it, but (laughs) watched it, enjoyed it. No, please assume that I've never been uploaded onto you, you porn or Pornhub. Okay, let's just assume that. I think if you happen to have some nice alone time anytime soon, give VR a shot. I've heard this, funny enough, yeah. from a guy who lives in New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was he watching? Was he watching hand jobs on I, VR? I I don't know. Uh, there's a couple of funny ones in here. A lot of the Midwest is littered with their favorite being. It doesn't say it this way in here, but smaller breasts. Oh, that's boring. (laughs) Indiana tips the scales there. Um, Wisconsin, Minnesota all tipping the scales with smaller um, uh, boobs, we could say. We do have one person lingering around the room right now. And she went, yes! (laughs) In related news, our sound engineer just moved to Minnesota. (laughs) No, she just started... Marketing to Minnesota. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Only fans. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah. So, are you ready for some lightning round questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This is a fun one so far. Yeah, it is. Of yeah. course it is. 
listen, again, let's not be prude. Let's be honest. It's not about not being prude. It's being honest. Yeah. Everyone I know, except for one person, yeah. have said to me, yes, they watch porn. Yeah. Yeah. It's Especially during COVID. I don't know if sure. you know this statistic. Pornography sure through like tripled. Yeah. And you can't blame people for that. Oh. You can't say it's a sin or bad or it's just oh, yeah. part of life. Yes, we didn't really tackle that. We didn't tackle the conservative view on porn. Because there is no conservative no, view. I'm okay because with that. E- even a conservative I person. Try to really bring both sides to the table. They watch like, porn. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, how are you ever going to regulate that? You won't. No. And you can't. And it's also free speech, by the I way. I love how a bunch of conservative folks in like the. You know, the first decade in the new millennium, they all, like 2005, six, they really started pressuring the credit card companies to not um, be a portal for accepting credit card charges on Pornhub. Mm. And they bit for a minute. And they're like, we just found out that 3% of all the charges ever for all of our credit cards was porn. So right. guess what? We're back online, baby. Yeah, listen, I, I may be a Republican. I may have grown up in a conservative culture, but yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. you know, let people, privacy yeah. issues is a big thing for me, and yeah. so is the First Amendment. And leave them alone. Yeah. What's the, unless, of course, you get into sex trafficking and, you know, pedophilia and younger people. Um, it is... Um, you know, just it's people's choice to do things yeah. and upload and so forth. So, lightning round questions for Josh. Just one more. Yeah. Alaska. Ala- oh, I'm willing. Eskimos. So random. Eskimos. <laughs> Eskimos. Snowball fight. Um, party, which I would imagine means like a sex party where there's multiple people and they're just like, oh, well, how about you? Give you a shot. Oh, hey, oh. Listen, hey, I've been to name? Alaska. Three to four times. Not a lot to do outdoors. Not a lot to do. Very hard to get internet. Yeah. So. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. That's interesting, though. Yeah. Pornhub's a thing. I'm wondering what percentage of society actually watches porn. I bet it's in the upper 90s. Yeah. How do we not know that? I don't think there's a statistic because you can't. The average amount of time. So, so some more statistics. I know a lot of people like statistics. I sure do. Um, the average amount of time logged on mm-hmm. to the porn site when you're watching, nine minutes, 44 seconds. Which coincides with, what's statistic? The time it takes to finish the job on alone time. Yeah. That's not surprising. Yeah. So. Um, Do we have a stat on what percentage of women say that they watch it versus what percentage of men say they watch it? I went over that earlier, but oh, this did. was a 2008 oh, yeah, that's, study. That's it's about... Now. 87% of men and 31% of women. Come on. This is women not being honest. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, I will say that I did not learn about internet porn sites until the mid-2000s. And it was a friend of mine who was reading GQ yeah. who said to me, it's available on the internet for free. And that was uh, YouPorn. Yeah. Um, I do have... See, you know, here's a fun little bit. Okay. For our folks at home. Um, my favorite is Porn MD. Which I've a, never heard of until a last week. For all those sites. Okay. So whatever category strikes your fancy. Maybe it's maybe you live in New Jeff Hampshire and, and it's hand job. <laughs> or <laughs> party, you're from Alaska. So you just type that in and then it, it takes you to all the different sites and all the different options. For that particular category, mm-hmm. porn MD kids. 
get after porn it. MD, and it's PornMD.com. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Not, so, it's not ours, it's not a government uh, website. No. Uh, you were showing this to me um, downstairs at the Owl. Yeah. What happened? Um, and you were showing me the thing where it says that you rolled you the dice. The dice. Yeah. I would never have figured that out. So on PornMD, there's yeah. a dice on the side. Right by the search, the search window. For anyone who didn't know this, because I sure this didn't know. This is great. You click on the dice, and, and what it, happens? It picks for you. It picks for you. Yeah. So if you're just being indecisive, it's like when people come in the owl, and they're like, uh, two, <laughs> two for lunch. And I say, okay, you want to sit at the bar? You want to sit at the bar table? You want to sit in the restaurant? And then when you give them options, then it takes them 20 minutes to figure out where they want to sit. But sometimes people are just feeling indecisive. And if you are saying, you know what, I want some alone time. Um, I'm feeling indecisive and whatever I want to watch. You can just touch the little die. Is singular die or is singular dice? Mm, I dice? Think it's dice is one and two is two or more is die. Is I that, will have to look that up. It's a good thing we don't have smartphones literally in our hands right now. Yeah. Um, keep talking. So if you click that, then it picks die is one or die is more than one. Okay. Die is a singular form of dice. Okay. Dice so there's would be a, plural. There's a die. Correct. And when you click that, it gives you, it just picks a category for you. And usually by the time I've clicked it three times, I've found something that I might be interested in that I didn't even know was a category. Okay, so hold on. Hold there for one second. So when you log on to PornMD, Correct. sometimes you're not, you don't know what category you want to look at that well, time typically i do i think exactly so i have some favorites which is which are yeah i kind of live in that um <laughs> that category that both the men and the women seem to really enjoy number seven i don't know what number nah. one. it was like five or seven <laughs> something like that yeah i, I it's sometimes okay. finding you know more than you know Two people enjoying each other's I company. I think is most fun for me. actually. Yeah, do, I don't think yeah. that's. I mean, clearly that's, that's not clearly that. that's very common. Right, right, right. Okay, so when you're not in, when you don't know what your mood is for that day, mm -hmm. you roll the die. Yeah. And what were some of the fun categories that you discovered that you never would have guessed you were into, or would enjoy? Was this a lightning round question? No, but this is a pretty <laughs> brilliant <laughs> question, if, yeah. if I may say so myself. Um, yeah, I think that's how I discovered the VR. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I, there's got to be something funny-ish. Like cat fetishes or fur. Um, it is how I found Riley Reed. Come on, Riley Reed's been around a long time. Yeah, but I didn't know her as a her own name. In fact... She'd be kind of, well, not that she was on the golf cart, but when we played in the golf tournament, when we won a few bucks for your, you know, favorite, uh, your favorite charity. Uh-huh. We <laughs> ballied about her name from time to time. That was, right. That was kind of fun. We kept talking about that. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah. Riley Reed. Yeah. yeah, she was a wild one. I, Anyone I... that I ever see would have to give me a hall pass there. Ooh, Riley Reed. But how old is she now? I would call her mid thirties. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go thirty-five. Hmm. Thirty-four, thirty-five. So you think that Joe anybody you up. dated would have to give you a hall pass if Riley Reed came through the door? Here's what I'll say about that. What if she says, "I'll join you"? 
that's the thing is I think if, if our numbers are correct on lesbian being number going back to that conversation, I think most people, 31, very nice. I would say that most women would be like, yeah, I'd like to give that a shot. Can yeah. I have, can I have a solo shot with Riley first and then you can have a go? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think many people would be too, too upset with that one. Okay. A hall pass would be if you were in a committed relationship and if this person randomly walks through the door, your partner would have to say, yes, she was on the list. You can go upstairs yeah. to the bedroom and yeah. go at it. Get some pom-poms, cheer me Interesting. on. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I forget the question now. You got me all distracted with Riley Reed. Oh, no. You asked me. Yes. Was there every time I, I touched the dot? Yes. And what was the most... Up, I was like, whoa. Yeah. What was the most... Uh, the VR mm -hmm. would be something you would not have known about. Correct. What was the weirdest one? That like, came up, and yeah. then I looked at it, and I was like, mm, maybe that's for me, maybe it's not for me. The anime stuff is kind of odd. Oh, yeah. yeah. The cartoonish. So it's, not like, it's not like stick figures doing it. Like I mean, it's pretty impressive how they do it. but Not into it. I want to be, but I'm not. Like I want to say that like the cosplay anime, you know, like kind of fantasy stuff does it for me. I want to break the barrier on that. I want to watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie that's coming out. I want to watch Harry Potter and like it. But I just... You're not into fantasy-ish figures. I'm trying. You're trying? Mm. I'll watch some anime tonight and see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't call either one of us tonight or text us. Oh. Uh, so... <laughs> So, lightning round question. The, yeah. the first one I had for you was, what's your favorite porn site? I think you already, you said, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is PornMD, yeah. right? Yeah. Sounds like we're doing an ad for it. How many times a week do you log wow, on? This number has gone down incredibly. Gone down? Incredibly. Incredibly. Because? I just don't know. I don't know if it's like a... Almost like in the last few like, weeks, in the last few uh, months? No, yeah, I'd say in the last good solid year. But if I really? told, if I told you, I just gulped really hard. The the frequency with which I enjoyed my own company, you know, times per week, a year or two years or three years ago, that number would be pretty in line with all other humans. And then now what? it is. Virtually non-existent. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So last... Can when, you believe that? No, because the last... I'm, I'm calling a little bit of BS on this. Why would it? Why? Um, because when Les Salacious was our special guest on the masturbation episode, mm -hmm. we all agreed, pretty much agreed. We had two other people um, in the room, uh, Sylvia, Mm -hmm. um, who we all agreed uh, the amount of time, uh, average amount of time per month that individuals masturbated was 15 days out of the month. Right. Every other day. Right. So... No, I, I agreed that, that that stat was correct. I didn't say that's how often I did currently. I might have to rewind the tape on that, but yeah, I'm going to believe what no you're reason. saying. Right. If I did three times a day... No, a day, a week, a week. No, I'm saying oh, okay, that. I'm okay. just saying if that were the case. Okay. What part of this podcast, in listening to it over, would you say that I don't tell it the way it is? A hundred percent you I, tell it the way it is. I would, I'm, okay. I'm more embarrassed to say that I hardly ever do that at this point. Okay. Than so, to say that I did it more often. So I guess the next logical question is, um, have there been... Uh, Am I getting laid at all? <laughs> 
has there been self-love that you don't need pornography for? And this is a healthy scientific question because, you know, then we go into addiction to pornography, which is another topic we can discuss. So have you felt that you don't need pornography to self-love? No, I just have not been enjoying my own company. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. And that's not uh, always that easy to say because, I mean, what does no. that mean? I, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm in that commercial with uh, Doug Flutie for Low T. Like, what? <laughs> have you seen that uh, one with Frank Thomas? Well, you know, as we've one. also discussed in this podcast, yeah. that yeah. Um, you just came out of a very difficult... Um, well, that's that's a while ago now. Yeah. But still, it's, you know, it might be emotional as we also address yeah. the fact that... Um, being sexual and stuff has a lot to do with your emotional state. And, Correct. You know, it's okay. Yeah. People go through dry spells, as I would put them. Yeah. Um, and that's okay too. Losing streak, as Mick Jagger says. It's, but it's not like you're not. You're looking for it. You can't get it. You just am not. You're not well, really. Could, you're not in the a, mood these days. I can make a move on myself anytime. <laughs> ah. I proved to be quite a slut to myself. <laughs> just, I've been a little more prudish lately. <laughs> Let's call it that. Okay. So, if you were to log on this week, mm. what would be your flavor as far as category is concerned? Not Japanese. I don't know. Some sort of group or threesome thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's... But I... This is interesting. This is really telling. This is kind of detailed. But if it's a threesome, it's usually it... for me more of two guys and a... Girl. Two guys, two guys mm. and a woman, I guess you should say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the guys aren't enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just like. It's a I whole like other category see, on like pornography. A, a, like a, I'm a huge in both in real life and in porn. I'm a very huge consent guy. Like I think it's super mm. hot when everyone's way into it. So when I see mm-hmm. two guys and a woman, and the guys are are heterosexual, mm-hmm. it's not because they're in a power situation with a woman. It's almost the other way around. I'm 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 turned on by the fact that she's really into this situation. And enjoying she's herself. She's very happy yeah. to have two partners at, at once. Like that is that's hot to me. Hmm. So I think even porn is intellectual to me. Like I, I, there's a there's always an intellectual consent component to it that does it for me. You can't run away from that. I think that's just ingrained in who you are. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So. Um, Another question. What pornography can't you watch? Yeah, that list is long. Okay, so BDSM. I don't really understand what that means. That means like whips and chains. What does that mean? That it, means like masochism, right? Gosh, there's Where a definite... I always, I guess I always forget what BDSM stands for, but I'm about to look it oh, up. That's dominant and submissive, right? So what does a B stand for? Oh, just type in BDSM. <laughs> a, I am. Um, BDSM is bondage, okay. discipline. No, I can't get into that at all. Submission and and sadomasochism. When I masochism. when I say I can't stand it, I mean it. Like I can't get into that at all. Yeah, uh, it's like hurting somebody else, even though they seem to like it or pretend to like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like like Fifty Shades of Grey, is the most annoying. <sighs> piece of literature and movie <coughs> of all time for me. Okay. Here's my question. If the guy didn't have a helicopter and own his own business and this and all this stuff, would she be interested in that situation at all? Was he hot? 
Yeah, he's attractive, yeah. She's attractive. Yeah. Um, no, the answer is no. If he, if he pumped gas for a living, is there a movie there? No, I, I concede on that point. Yes, I agree with you. So, but... Um, that was a big one, and I She also, it, you know, part of the movie and the book also explored the fact that women who have not um, thought about that kind of sexual activity, she grew in that sense. So but why, why some... is the narrative of that movie that he's enormously wealthy? Why is that part, yeah. of, why is that part of the story? Why? I agree. Is that part of a female fantasy? Are you suggest I mean, is the writer suggesting that part of the fantasy is that this guy's independently wealthy? Yes. In fact, they make and it... And that's pathetic. They make it a point to constantly show that in the movie, right? So... Yeah. So, so is that making a... I mean, because that, that was meant to be like Republican porn. You know what I mean? It was yes, meant to be it was definitely mainstream, mainstream porn like, in the acceptable theaters. Acceptable porn. Right. And if you write that in there as a female author, the author was female. Yes. Correct? If you write EJ in there, Gray or whatever, yeah. If you write in there that extreme wealth is part of the narrative that is arousing to women, that's pathetic. I don't disagree, but what does it say about our world culture? Because this was a world worldwide phenomenon, book and movie. That this was one of the best-selling books and best-selling movies. You were writing a Taylor Swift song. You were trying to move units. You were right. trying to make emotional and erotical, erotical. That's not a word. Erotic <laughs> eye and intellectual candy. And part of that for women is extreme wealth. And it's just it's such a. And again, I go back to the original question of why women uh, most search lesbian sex as well as threesomes. It goes back to fantasy. Yeah. It goes back to fantasy. I don't think hot, badass women walking around town are watching this movie or reading this book. It's the women who can't get it, who can't access it, who say, I would like that life. Yeah. It's a li it turns into a lifestyle thing. It turns into a providing yeah. thing. Yeah, so no BDSM. No BDSM. How about mm -hmm. stepfather ones? Wow. Oh, you guys may not know this. You mean like, stepmother ones? Stepmother or stepfather theme ones. Does that do it for me? No, that's... Never seen it, never... Don't like it, right? No, because that's kind of an age play thing, too. Yeah. Because the step-parent thing is, like, you can pretend like that's family, but it's not. Because there's a lot of stepsister, stepbrother. Yeah. There's a lot of that. And I don't think that's that's naughty for naughty's sake. You're not related to that person. Blood related, right. 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 It's not like it's a, a half brother or half sister. Yeah. I mean, it's just someone that Yeah. Your parents started to be in a relationship with and they were the offspring of that person. Like I don't even find that to be that naughty. How about MILF ones? Well, guess what? Being forty nine years old that just means people that are my age. <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. Right? So, does, are you asking if that does it for me? Am I attracted to women that have had children? <laughs> oh, I mean, are you attracted to the, the porn, the pornography where there are older women? You don't, do you discriminate on age when you watch? Okay. 
No. I'll tell you which ones I'm not attracted to. Which ones? I'm definitely not attracted to the Asian ones. Ooh. Zero. Men Do you and women. Feel self race shaming in that? No, I'm, I'm just. just kidding. I mean, I never dated or <clears throat> married anyone who wasn't Caucasian. Hmm. So it's just a type. You're racist. Huh? I'm just kidding. I, I don't know if I can be called racist when I'm actually a minority. Yeah. I kind of use that license a little I too know. much I know. It's sometimes. It's like I get away with anything. If someone says, you know, that, uh, you know, something I'm saying is sexist, I'm like, mm, I have a degree in religious studies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the BDSM ones, I can't appreciate because I feel yeah. like half of it is so, it's too contrived. You know what? You know what? Like Bondage? I see, like when I've been on field, there'll be these women that are like, I'm a dominatrix, I'm a dom. Oh, that never appealed to you. And they're like, I'll make you my bitch. Or they just say weird stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It's a pretty niche part of the population that thinks that what you do is hot. You know, that's fine. But don't don't think you're hot shit because... It doesn't work for you. You have a little whip that you carry around. Yeah, right. I can't. I just can't with that. No. 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 Interesting. Just a no. Okay. Favorites. Oh, you already went through it, the three thumbs and so forth. Okay. Well, do you believe that pornography is a healthy part of human nature? Yeah. And if you caught uh, a young person watching it, what would you say to them? Seeker and I have already had the talk. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just, I mean, he's not there yet. He's not in that spot. Wait, wait, pornography specifically? That he can access it? Of course he can access it. We have Wi-Fi. Well, no, no, you can you can block their phones and, and internet. I, I I never did with my children either, by the way. So go ahead. I won't block any of his stuff. I, I think that you know, but I check in with him all the time, and I just say you know, um, you know, I essentially said that you know, having alone time is something that's going to be Does intriguing to you. It's a hundred percent. We we did the podcast when he was here, so. He understands that at some point in time soon, that'll become interesting to him and then a fun activity for him. That's just the way it is. I mean, every, I mean, there's not a kid, I mean, he's 12. There's not a kid that's 14, 15, 16. That's not a part of their daily process. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just said, you know, when you get there, let me know and, you know, I'll play the best sites. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I have mean, a... I can't tell you how sex positive this... I don't think he'll ask you, by the way. Be. I think he'll just know what they are. Well, I'm fine yeah. if you ask. So do you have a type? Like, you have a type in the world. I think you have a type in the world as far as women you date and sure. so forth. yeah. Do you look for those in the porn sites or it doesn't matter? No. I mean, do I have a physical type? I don't think I have a physical type. I think it would probably be someone who's... Compelling. I always try to use that word, like interesting. Even in porn? I, oh no, no, no! I thought that we were just going back in general. So a a a, a, a body type or a look yeah. that I no. yeah nothing no yeah I don't like the grainy just, one. Just mega consent into it, real. Don't be making some dumb noise. Um, you know. Yeah, interesting. Do you think it's healthy for society? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for, for, for people that use it the right way. And, um, you know, I, you said earlier people that are addicted to porn. I, I don't yes. know, that seems to be a fairly 
like what is addicted to porn? I just watch it a lot. Okay, so let me ask. I, I did have a discussion about that topic with someone, and um, the male partner in this situation mm-hmm. uh, w- could be called addicted to porn because he could not get excited with his own partner unless there was porn on television or an iPad or whatever. So that to me is, you know, it can get dangerous. I, I think any addiction is dangerous. Mm-hmm. If, if they need that to get excited. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't root for that. But I, I mean, I would say the average person would, would know that when you're trying to be in an intimate situation with your significant other and you can't get there yeah. unless you're watching something, if you don't know to draw the line and try mm-hmm. to scale back on that, mm-hmm. then that just becomes like a character flaw. Mm-hmm. It'd be the same as not saying I love you or not coming home after work and going on cocktail with the guys. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's not porn's fault. Mm. That is, you're not behaving the right way and that that's a deterring part of being a partner in a relationship. That's a negative, that's a negative attribute that you bring to the table at that point. That's not porn's fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like being addicted to video games or watching too yeah. much sports center. I don't see it any different. Right. I and I do believe that a lot of people I'm not saying my opinion's right. I say this all the time in this podcast. It's not saying that my opinion's right on that. It's just saying that's just a behavior that's gonna lead to the downfall of your relationship. It's not porn's fault. Yeah. You know, so that's the big conversation for me. When anyone's like anti porn or, you know, once in a while, sometimes at the Owl, or if we're going out somewhere else, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, after a few cocktails on a Friday or Saturday night, and people are kind of getting a little lubed up and having a few cocktails, you know, a lot of the conversation gets a little more intriguing, we should say, and mm-hmm. people will talk. And like, if there's a group of six or seven people, one person will be like, oh, I don't watch any porn, that's stupid, you don't need that. Yeah. I just need sex with my partner, or if I do have alone time, I just think about sex with my partner. I'm like, well, you're lame. <laughs> if you did watch porn, you'd probably be watching it in New Hampshire. Hand <laughs> Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> South Carolina. Well, You're any, better than that. Any any other any other um, tangent you want to discuss related to this topic? I mean, again, um, you have a child. I I just assume my children watch it. It's so hand in hand with masturbation. To me, it's an accelerator and an enhancement to solo time. That's all it is. I mean, it's so similar to that topic. Yeah. You know, and you know, and I don't want to hear how, you know, there are a lot of misnomers out there, like guys are really visual and women aren't. Horseshit. It's not true. Say that again? That men are very, are stimulated visually and women are not. Oh, no. That's just not true. No, I agree. It's such a stupid generalization. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's a fun conversation to have and to talk about it frankly and you know, to share our takes on it is fun and has value, has entertainment value. And I think the more you talk about it, and not that it's mainstream, that we have five million you know listeners in each podcast, but anytime you can talk about something um, and it's available for public consumption and you talk about it without shame and talk about it in a fun, sporty mm-hmm. way, I think it has value. So I think it's a fun podcast. I think it's a fun episode to do. I think for me, it also uh, 
touches on the fact that we want to normalize some of these discussions. It's not something to be yeah. ashamed of. It's that was a fancy s- way of saying what I said. Yeah. More Sorry. eloquently. Yeah. I, you, I went to Old Dominion, you went to Georgetown. <laughs> well, my point is, again, I just I just say that out loud because sure. of the, my upbringing, and we all pretend like we're all a bunch of like uppity, you yeah. know, ladies, if you will. But um, the answer, the reality is, I'm sure if I looked on everybody's search engine, porn's going to be on there. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's like, oh, I don't want anyone to see that. I don't give a shit who sees that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Grab my phone. See what I've searched the most. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be exactly what I just said. I might have to get doused podcast. with holy water after. Yeah, I'm I just. I mean, what is the problem? Just live your life. Yeah, as long as you, it doesn't turn into an addiction. That's always my thing. Like I don't. I hope that the people who watch porn do it, use it in a healthy manner. Just like drinking alcohol, it, it, there's always a balance between reality and Yeah, but I have, I mean, the, the situation where you said where the guy can't, you know, get aroused yeah. because it's, it, you know, if you watch it and you watch like extreme versions of it and that's like you're just escalating the situation, you need to see something that's like yeah. off the wall to get aroused. Yeah, that's an issue, but that's just a personality issue. That's not porn's fault. I don't think. You know what I'm saying? And I agree. Not, I and the people who attack porn touch on that, right? No pun intended. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> no, I think what they suggest is that all porn is wrong. Like any visual depiction yeah. of sexuality is wrong. I think there are a lot of people that just feel like it's that far. Yeah. I think there aren't. I think that the people that suggest that, oh, there's um, sex trafficking and there's underage people. I think that's not necessarily the majority of the people that are anti-porn. It's just like they don't want sex to be depicted. They're just, and those are probably the people that are the most messed up, you know? Yeah, I agree. It always seems to be like Jerry Falwell. I mean, like those are the people that end up being the people with the biggest issues, you know? But I just, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to ban porn, what's next? You're going to ban sex? You're going to, you're going to, you want to ban a visual representation of how and why humans exist. Yeah. Think about it that way. Mm, it's That's, a primal. It's a primal act yeah. and a primal. And need. if you're not getting it, and if you're not getting that, right. And you can't at least watch it and have your own fun alone time watching right. that. I think it might be a little more dangerous to ban it, because I think some bad things would come if you didn't have a way to, you know. Access, like in other, in other words, like increasing accessibility makes it less. Uh, I don't know. I, I yeah. would, I would say, I would argue to say, and I know there are studies on this, and I have not researched it, but I would, I would wager to say, in cultures or nations or nation states, whatever you want to call it, where sex work is accepted as you know normal or porn is more readily available. Like I'm sure Singapore. there are far fewer instances of Violence. sexual assault and rape. I think you're right. I think you're correct. I would I would say that that's probably pretty yeah. true. But you know, I'm not yeah. suggesting that's fact, so don't get grumpy with me. Yeah. But I'm sure that's probably the case. I think you're correct. Like in uh, Singapore, it is legal. Prostitution is legal. As Amsterdam. Long as you have to pay I just, like Amsterdam. Amsterdam comes to mind. You, t- you right. tell me what you know the um, sexual assault per capita is in that town versus you know Detroit or New York City or, or, or think big of like cities. a very cons- conservative right. big city. You know, right. um, Houston or something like that. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it's a little different. Yeah, so again, um, pornography sounds 
salacious and dirty and so forth. I like where we brought this topic to the mm-hmm. forefront as something that people should just talk about. Yeah. And because it's part of our lives. Yeah. And anybody who says they don't watch it, I would 99.9% say lying. Yeah. I'm not saying all of it. Maybe yeah. they have a really great sex life with their significant other and they don't need it. Kudos to you. <clears throat> a lot of times when people do have a good sex life, they probably watch it as much as or more. Ah, uh, because like they a, learn yeah, and yeah. The igniter of yeah. passion. Not that they use it to get it rocking and rolling, but like let's say there's a night where. Let's say you have a couple who's getting along great, where they've been together for four months or they've been together for 15 years. If they have a nice sex life, then they probably also, um, when the other person is available, they probably watch porn and the other person probably thinks that it's cool that they do. Yeah. I See, know. There, was a, there was a question that I wanted to, I was going to ask, but kind of almost a lightning round is. Okay. Um, you know, like, I think the ideas on this have changed a lot since its accessibility is more. Yes. Like, a lot of times people always ask, um, do you consider in a relationship, do you consider watching porn to be cheating? And the answer is... Let me tell you. If I was ever dating someone who thought that that was cheating, then that would not be a good match. Gone. Swipe yeah, left. Just like, how can you think that? Like, what are you jealous yeah. of someone who's on a two-dimensional screen? Now, I'd be jealous if um, the person was watching a lot of porn and they weren't, and then you weren't performing. Right. Yeah. Right. I can understand that. But, you know, just for the sake of, like, if everything was pretty much the norm and, and the frequency that you were having fun with your partner right. and they were watching porn, I don't think you would get mad at that. No. No. Well, it took you a second. Uh, no, no. So, actually, I have one last question. Have you ever done a video that you would be afraid of would get uploaded at some point in your life, especially when you start to run for Senate of New York? Yeah, yeah I've ever made a, a thing with my own phone. Or somebody else wanted to film you. I would wager to say almost no people could honestly say they've never made a video of themselves with their phone. I would wager to say that the number of people in that 40 to 50 age range or 30 to 40 or even you know 25 to 35 i would suggest that even like a little you know little handheld uh, phone action where they took a 10 or 15 second video i would say the number is 90 percent have done that Ooh, that's a high percentage i think it's incredibly high wow Sound tech says no. <laughs> Do you Sound have some on your phone? Sound tech says no. On the iCloud somewhere? <laughs> Not iCloud somewhere. What does that even mean? Like, have you done it? I could care less if someone ever saw me performing. <laughs> huh? I could care less. <laughs> Why would that be embarrassing? Like, what is... <laughs> I can't. Ugh. What is it so embarrassed about everything? It's like going to a nude beach, man. It's like, okay, let's just keep that in the bedroom. Let me ask you this. If you went to a nude beach and everyone was attractive, <laughs> would you hate your time at the nude beach? No, you would not. No, the better question is, would I strip? And the answer is probably not because I would okay. be, I'm fairly body conscious, right? Okay, and that's that's okay. Most uh, of us would, I, would I hate my time? I would... You know, I I my brain works a different way, so I would start looking at yeah. parts, and I would say, yeah, that's bad, that's good. I, I'm very judgy in that when it comes to body. If I'm sorry. Everyone on that beach, and you didn't have to be naked. Yeah. If everyone on the beach was their body was an eight and a half or higher, 
the problem is statistically that's a terrible question because statistically seven or eight out of every ten people are not in shape. Yeah, I'm not asking. Okay, sorry. I told you. Okay. If everyone at the beach was an eight and a half or higher. Okay. If it was like hot nude beach only. I'd enjoy it for about. There was like a bouncer at the the entrance of the beach and Mm. you had to be hot. I'd enjoy myself. And they gave you a pass where you're like, you don't have to, you can put your clothes on. You can just be an admirer today. I am the type of person who does enjoy or appreciate a good body form, male and female. So I would look at it from an artistic perspective. I'd I'd probably be um, on that side of sexual for the first 15 minutes. And then, like, as you know, after you've seen... No, I'm not saying... I didn't ask you if you'd be aroused. I'm saying, wouldn't you find it to be fairly fun. fun to be there absolutely okay absolutely i i, I would have an appreciative moment i don't think of... there's ever been a time but back to the question about the video there's never really been a time where i've been overly embarrassed of my form <laughs> both my the shape i'm in and the ability of my action so i just don't know that if anything ever got there it would be like a advertisement and you enjoy the fact that video adds 10 pounds if you will not good for the women bad for not good for the women good for the men yeah like shockingly i at least have one child on the planet right right shockingly i've i've had sex in my life and oh you happen to see a visual representation of that it wouldn't be my first thing to have pop up but if it did i wouldn't go into hiding okay do you understand what I'm saying? So, okay, so it does exist. We don't know where it's been <laughs> uploaded. And, okay. No. Okay. It's like Pamela Anderson and I or something? Do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh. know. No, it's, it's just a question of how, you know, I think most people do at one point or another video themselves in the act. And it's exciting to them. And I'm, I'm good with that. Like, fine. Go do it. Yeah. And, um... All right, sound tech. What do you think the percentage is of people who have done home who videos? Have had some, yeah, and I don't mean like set up a tripod, but just like you hear the moment being like, "Oh, you look super hot." Can I, you know? Let's take it. Let's take a video of that. And it's like even like five or ten seconds. Like, what percentage of people do you think do that? Have done it one time. It... All right, she's thinking. What do you think, Joe? Seventy. Okay, so it's not like it's not. That's like, good. It's four uh, I, I would somewhere say between 60 and 70. somewhere 60 and 70. between sixty and seventy. I think that's you pretty. You know what accurate. they say? Whenever someone asks a percentage, and the answer they give is over fifty percent, that means they've done it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was a trap. Ooh. As a lawyer, I would say that was entrapment, and you can be sued. Anna's mood ring just went. Oh, she just said you're out. wrong. Oh. Mm. I respect that. I respect that. Maybe I Oh, because maybe she might run for office. Oh, all right. At these good. days, as long as you don't show. What do you think percentage is? I'm, I would. I'm, I was I, talking about the fifty percent. What did you have to think? That, what do you think? The I would say definitely more than sixty percent mm-hmm. have tried to, especially with the advent of cell phones and videos. Right. On, I mean, you know, as as long as it, you know, I'm okay with it as long as both parties consent. Of course. And yeah, obviously, it's never uploaded. And I, I'm, in, I'm in favor of never showing face, so even if you do run for senator, unless there's a face, it's not a salacious yeah. photo. The point of doing it? What's the point of taking self-made videos of a sexual act? Good question. And I like 
what you said. Oh, you're asking me what's the point? Maybe it's to please the other person. Say, for example, you're in a committed relationship and you're in a sexual act and they might be traveling for a little while. You would want that well, video not, on their phone. You're not asking what's the point of, send, of, of making a video. You're saying what's the point of making one without their face mm -hmm. between two people in a consensual situation. Because for me... I like where your mind's at. For me, pornography is not about what's going on in the face. It's about... Well, that's the problem of making a fun little video is the identification piece. But I think if you were to do that with your partner... Am I missing something here? I'm, I'm speaking very clearly. So just listen. Okay. Everything we've talked about for the last five minutes, take it out. Now okay. just listen. If you were to make a fun little quick video with your partner mm -hmm. and you're in a nice relationship, things are going great, you're having a great you know, moment and, and you're really thinking your partner looks sexy or what they're doing is hot and you're like, oh, let's make a, a quick little video, right? So you're saying, oh yeah, it doesn't, you know, as long as their face isn't in it. And what Anna's suggesting is what would be the point of making that with your partner if their face isn't in it? So, and, I, and I'm suggesting, well, there's both the big issue with it is that you don't want to have an identifying characteristics, but what she's saying is like, if you're in a nice relationship and things are going well, that's something you would want in it is because it was very unique to your partner. Is that just what you meant, correct? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's the uh, the possibility of this going out I there, that. having my face Clearly just for you. Now, to me, the point would be that the person taking it would obviously know who's part of the act. And for me, little tidbit here when you watch pornography it's not about the facial expression of the other person what turns you on is the actual insertion of yeah i i agree with it but i also disagree with it because i said one of the hottest things for me is mega consent and someone really enjoying what's well, you happening you can hear that from the sounds well no, so it's always the men in pornography Oh, I didn't know it wasn't. Oh. oh. Mm. <laughs> I have other friends. Maybe <laughs> from New Hampshire. Um, the men it... are, the faces are always cut off. Yes. The women. The... Yes. We don't always see their expression. Mm -hmm. But I think it's better to see. What porn are you watching where men's faces are? Yeah. Um, the last couple videos I watched, there are men. Doing... But you're not a big frequenter of porn, right? Okay, that's beside the point. Let her finish. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't cutting her off. Oh, I was just yeah, suggesting yeah. that... A Josh-approved website. A Josh-approved website. And... That should be a thing. <laughs> That's a dice. That's mm. a die. So, okay, so you're, you're, the point you're trying to make is that... That I think it's better if you can see both of them. Both faces, not just yes. a female's face. So it's not just an anonymous cutoff. Not anonymous cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree, but I think, I mean, personal videos are made for personal use. So if the person's taking videos, they don't need to see my face or his face. I, it, that's my, my own perspective. So I, well, I just, I, what I'm saying is personal and porn, I think it's mm. the same thing. Right, right, right. So for me, if somebody has made a video, um, it's for personal use only. And, you know, clearly if it's for personal use only, you know who the characters are. 
And to me, the turn on is not seeing people's faces. It's the actual parts meeting, mm-hmm. as Sika would say, swapping mm. moisture. So. Yes. Yeah, well, that's a really comprehensive look. <laughs> me? Yeah, I've gotten a little less shy. But again, this is reality and this is something that I, I, I'd be stupid to think that my kids don't watch porn. Yeah, again. You know? I think the conversations that we don't have when we're dying in our deathbed are going to be the ones we regret, not the conversations yeah. that we have. I was talking, and we can we can wrap this up because it's this is probably the longest podcast we've had. Definitely. But I was talking to some two two ladies up downstairs mm. at the bar before I came up here, and um, they were interested in hearing more about the podcast, mm-hmm. and um, they had a very interesting perspective, which is that. Um, these are conversations that need to be had and try to get the stigma out of them. And you said that earlier in this podcast. Yeah. So I think that's, to me personally, that's the value of talking about it. Yeah. I have gotten a lot less shy. As you know, I'm pretty... uh, I remember like the first day we started this, you wanted wanted to do it because, you know, we're tight, first of all. We talked about doing this for a while. And then... You know, we had to, you know, you had to tackle the tech piece, which you dominated. Mm. And, but you were very cautious, very trepidatious on worrying about what you were talking about, what the topics were going to be, who was going to listen. And, and then you just realize, I just feel like you, you fast forwarded through a decade in a month. Mm. And you're just like, wow. It is it is a mistake to not have these conversations, mm-hmm. and some of them are really fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. But they kind of you know not they need to be had. I mean they don't need to be had, but to have them, I think, pushes the human race forward just a little bit. Even just a little bit to talk about things. Yeah, and it's not it's not like it's bad if the things are fun. It doesn't have to be the love languages every time. Mm-hmm. Love languages was fun. That was great. Yeah, and and people think about that, and it's yeah. real life. But the last half stuff. of the Love Languages podcast was was pretty legit, mm. you know, because mm-hmm. I think we got really got into, you know, you're you're performing this one love language like unto yourself to fill your own tank, and then someone could perceive it as being standoffish, like. That was interesting, and a lot, I've gotten a lot of feedback. Oh. I've gotten more feedback on that podcast in the last day than I mm. have on maybe any of the other ones. Mm. It's like I never really thought of that. I didn't think about that when someone was doing this in a relationship, that they needed that for themselves, and who am I in that moment to tell them they're being a dick and to mm. let them have it. But then I, you know, I also said, well, if you remember, I also said if someone's doing something that could be misinterpreted, then you should say, hey, you know, I need to watch my Red Sox highlights. Give me 20 minutes and then I'm all yours, kid. We'll throw a show on. I'll snuggle up on the couch or eat some popcorn. Maybe I'll even make out with your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just talk. Communication. I even said, I'm like, if we wanted to wrap up all 17 episodes or however many we've had, 20, I don't know. 15 maybe? 15? Yeah. Oh, that sounds all right. And you just, you wrap it up in one word. Just be like, the, the verb, communicate. I completely agree. And that's all we're trying to do. And some of the conversations are fun. Some of them are difficult. Yeah. Some are somewhere in the middle. Some are more academic. Some of them are more recreational. But they're all fun ones to have. And you need to be having these. Are, 
Honestly, these are the conversations that I wish I had with Wes. Mm, All these conversations. As your little brother. Just as my brother, as someone that I'm meant to be super close to. And I am. And I am. Yeah. But... These are all conversations that I wish I had with him from 18 to 49. Mm. And through geography and other relationships evolving, whether it be mine with a significant other or, you know, his with, uh, you know, girlfriend or Lauren's wife. You just, I mean, that ends up being the person you talk to all the time. That's someone who you're geographically next to. You sleep next to them. Like, I, I can't compete with that. I mean, I mm-hmm. can't compete with her ability to be around or someone else's ability who lives in Rome, New York to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you know, these are the conversations that I wish that people would have sober, drunk, tipsy, St. Patrick's day, Cinco de Maya. doesn't make any difference. Maybe three or four cocktails that you don't know about. We had before fun. we came here. Have fun. Don't um, I, I, I do I do want to circle really quickly back to some of the commentary you mentioned you had, which includes um, maybe you not necessarily realizing the importance of love language, mm. etc. I will um, I'm gonna kind of come to your defense a little bit because I do believe that um, you are pretty good about communicating how you're feeling and not doing and it communication doesn't mean it's going to get resolved communication also means that you are not going to hear what you want to hear like for example um some of the things that you communicated during the podcast i don't think some women want to hear that and they take it personally but I think like that what? I like, for example, you, <laughs> when I was listening to the Love Languages podcast, I was laughing in my car because you said something like, man, if you're trying to cuddle with me and I'm just trying to, you know, watch the last 20 minutes of some Red Sox game, I'm going to throw you out the window. Chuck you out the window. Right. I didn't mean it literally. And really I, you know, there's truth in everything we say, right? But the person who hears that should say, Gosh, at least he's being honest. And let yeah. me just stay out of his way for 20 minutes. It's yeah. the honest thing to do. Or you can pretend to be enjoying cuddling when you're really not. So I'd rather, I live in the world of trying to be as honest as possible, whether or not yeah. I like it. Yeah. So maybe, again. I, I didn't get any negative feedback on that one. So if, oh, if you okay. did, then that's great. No, my point is I'm, I'm, using, I'm, I'm using a metaphor where communication doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get resolved in the way that, each one wants it resolved. Communication may mean you're going to hear bad news. Of course. Right? Yeah. And so, and but you've got to be able to accept that and absorb that and see how you can um, accept the person for who they are. Correct. So, yeah. that's all I'm going to say. So, yeah. if your man likes pornography, if your woman likes pornography, just go with it. Go get them. Go get them. Roll the die. <laughs> right. And if you're bored and you can't make a decision, roll the die. And Will you be shocked by one or two of the dice uh, selection? Yes. Yeah. Will you be mortified? Yes. But, uh, but usually by about the third click, you're like, oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> I'll give that a go. <laughs> as long as it's not like furry creatures or... Well, some people prefer fur. <laughs> Coming to your shop near you soon. <laughs> all right wrapping it up it is a good topic it's an interesting topic and um fun night fun night all right wrap catch you next time say goodbye good night bye